You found it. No nonsense. No scripts. Real people on real issues. Hard hitting and action packed with logic, reason, and common sense. Everything you need and everything you've been looking for in a podcast. This is Dynamic Independence with Johnny Anderson, Bruce Adams, Marty Foster, and GP. Welcome to it. Brand new week. How are you today, Bruce? Healthy and alive. Yeah, doing well. Yourself? I'm okay. You know how I had that uh, pulled shoulder last week. I uh, got back at it today Mm -hmm. and yeah, it felt nice. Felt nice to get back into uh, you know lifting again. Still a little tender, but uh, you know I went very easy and everything, so it worked out really well. But enough about that. Were you in D.C. over the weekend? Did you see all the uh, you know the uh, the rally at the uh, the Capitol and and everything? Did did you see that? I did see that. Um, you weren't there, I, but no, I did not attend. You didn't no. attend. Did Did you think about no. going? Do you know anybody that did attend? Because I'm sure that there's an FBI uh, detachment that's looking to kick indoors any day now. Uh, no, to all the above. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, didn't think. Do about you it. have didn't, a Lego set? Even, yeah. Do you own a capital U.S. Capitol Lego set? Actually, I can honestly say no. No, no. Do you have a net gator or a tourniquet, possibly? No, actually, no. I don't. No. Okay. All right. Well, I own a tourniquet, but it's just part of a med kit that I keep, you know, just in case. Well, yeah, it happens. Tourniquet, yeah, but yeah, not a gator. Net yeah, gator. I have, yeah, I have, a, I have a net gator, uh, but you know, it gets cold. You know, European European winters are pretty brutal, mm-hmm. so it, it gets cold. But uh, you know, let's let's just make sure that uh, we're not kicking any doors in this time around. But the only door that they might be kicking in would be the one person that they did arrest, and it just so happened to be. An undercover cop. So they, I don't know if you've seen the video, they arrest this guy and they literally, they find his gun on him. They dig through his pockets, they get his badge and they say to him, the guy sitting there, he's got like a, you know, black bandana over his face and sunglasses and a hat. And he says, I'm undercover. I'm undercover. <laughs> and he says, the cop, the, the arresting cop says, uh, so you're undercover. And he's like, well, I'm just here. So you're either undercover or you're not. What <laughs> you, you don't just, you don't, as an off duty cop, you, you don't just have a gun no. and your badge and you're just there at uh, at a January 6th rally. No, no. But, <laughs> but <laughs> he was undercover. Course, he was undercover, yeah. But th- there's no way that they would have had any kind of uh, agent provocateur is in there anywhere, yeah? No, no, no such thing. No, nothing no, no. like that. No, no, ne- no, no, of course not. Never. Hmm. And I'm sure everybody by now has seen the uh, the photos they're circulating of all the uh, <laughs> the the crew cut, you know, rolled up jeans, uh, jean shorts, and the uh, you know the shoes, the pointy shoes, and the, uh, the 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 nice smart watches, and all of them are wearing the same designer sunglasses. Everybody's seen those. <laughs> it's like, hey, uh, you you guys uh, you guys all Trump supporters too? <laughs> There's no way that those it, could be feds or anything at, at all, is there? No, no way that's even possible. No, no, of course not. Um, no. Uh, and if you haven't seen those photos, um, they're all wearing the same style sunglasses, which are d- the stereotypical Fed sunglasses, might I add. Yeah. Um, they they're all like the are plastic rimmed Ray Bans or whatever they are. Yeah. 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 Um, they're all in shape. You know, you can tell all of them are um, you know, yep. go to the gym regularly. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, 
Same style of clothing, same style of uh, shoes, running shoes, um, same watches, everything. Haircuts. I mean, it, nearly haircuts, the same haircuts same, yeah. all the way. All clean shaven. Yep. Yeah. No way those would be fits. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no chance of that. No. Mm. Uh, again, the other telling thing, though, is the, the way they were like the they were um, they were a yellow on the uh, uh, traffic scale. If you if you green being they're completely oblivious, unaware. Yellow is they're observing their environment. Red being uh, obviously a threat. Uh, but they were obviously a yellow in that photograph. Again, n- no way that they could have been in there to provoke any any kind of a, you know, no. a violent act or anything. Not nothing like no. that at all. No. Well, and it, it it doesn't it doesn't really say anything that it was a law enforcement officer that was arrested for. Well, he was just there. He he was just there. Right. It's not like he was. It's not like he was undercover or anything. He was just there. Right. Right. Again, I'll reference the Gretchen Whitmer thing. Um, Seventeen, I believe, quote unquote terrorists. Um, they they weren't terrorists. They didn't actually do anything. But there was also was it thirteen, fourteen federal 13 agents? Thirteen of them were feds uh, in there. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, and by the way, when you go back in the transcripts and you look at the, the text messages and the phone calls, uh, it was the feds that were recommending shooting people, blowing things up, burning things down. They were the ones that were provocating. Well, the entire event on uh, January or the, this thing for the January 6th rally, the, the entire event turned out to be a flop, which is what you said it was going to be. It was going to be just a giant flop. Uh, it looked to me like there was maybe a few hundred people just standing out there on the, hell. They had more uh, people there taking pictures and they had actual people that were attending this thing. They had one Antifa member there. Did you see that? Uh, excuse me. They had one Antifa protest there. Did, did you see that? I did. Yeah. You did? <laughs> uh-huh. Or did I say it right the first time? It was literally one person. Literally yeah. one person. <laughs> well, at least one person that was uh, actively presenting themselves as that. Yes. Yeah, that, that's that's right. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, you know, always stand on principle, even if you stand alone, right? So I, 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 <laughs> I got to give you credit for at least standing out there, if nothing else, right? I don't agree with your politics, but, uh, you know, you're standing up for what you believe in, I, even though I think it's insane. You know, go ahead. Whatever. But uh, anyway, yeah, that was uh, that was Saturday. What what a what an absolute mess uh, that 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 is that that's like they are so desperate. The establishment is so desperate to try and get people, the, the true patriots, to actually do something. They're so desperate and they can't get anybody to do anything to then turn around and say, see, see, we told you it's those nationalists. It's those white supremacists. It's those neo-Nazis. See, we told you. They can't get anybody to take the bait at all, anywhere. They can't get anybody to do it. So they look they look like complete clowns for everything that they're doing. They're trying to come up with something to justify what they're doing, and it's not working. It's not working. Uh, honestly, it's really easy for the establishment. If they really want to trigger something from the patriots, continue on the current path. That's true. That's true. All right. uh, Down to Australia. Speaking of that, on down to Australia. Did you see what's happening down there? You heard the uh, what is it? The premier, whatever is whatever his name is down there, that that moron uh, talking about how it would be mandatory in the state of Victoria. It would be mandatory for all construction workers to get the jab by like they have to they have to be doubled by was like November 11th or something. Yeah, something doubled. Somewhere yeah. around. You had to have yeah. at least one by, uh, I think it was, 
October 1st, and then something something about that. The Pope says today that they're now going to have vaccine passports to get into the Vatican starting on October 1st. So you had to have this done by at least one of them by uh, October 1st. Then the other one had to be done by which would have been, you know, three, four weeks down the road or five weeks down the road. Uh, would have been the second one. So yet by November 11th, you had to have it all done. Uh, and it was mandatory. Well, the Australian construction workers decided they were going to hang out in front of their... Well, actually, I tell you what, th- this was the scene over the weekend of what happened in Melbourne. So I don't know if you saw this uh, yet or not, but uh, th- this is what happened in Melbourne. This is not the construction workers. These are just average people breaking the police lines, as you can see uh, very clearly there. They- they've had enough, clearly. I'm sorry, Bruce. That's for your health right there. That That's for your health. I'm sorry. Um, uh, first of all, that looked like if this is the same location, uh, the person laying on the ground, uh, the video you were showing. That's Victoria. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, if it's the same location and same situation, there was someone in red that law enforcement, one of the officers had gotten knocked down and he gets back up and takes his club and just swings at somebody's head. And it looked like it's somebody in red, a red shirt that got hit. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if that's the same person that got hit that they are now pepper spraying. My opinion, that law enforcement officer that got up and just took a swing at someone's head with his club. Oh, he at that be. point, I'm sorry. That's, that's you should that's have been cold cocked by one of those. That's, that's attempted yes. murder right there. Because you, if you take yeah. one of those, and clearly that extendable baton he has in his hand. Let me put it this way: I've had training with those. That particular thing is made out of 4140. The tip of it is made out of 4140 cold rolled steel. If you hit somebody in the head, you are never, ever. I, I don't care. You, you never, ever ever put that into somebody's head. You can kill someone. Yep. You can kill someone. That, and I'm not even that joking. Will easily fracture the skull. Very you, easily. You can literally put someone out for good by doing that. That's that's yeah. despicable. That is despicable. If you go off and you hit somebody yeah. in the head with that thing, you can kill them. As far as I'm concerned, a police officer doing that, that's attempted murder, in my opinion. Yeah, I agreed. Um, so the fact that they then do this, hmm, I'm, I'm not for attacking law enforcement in this kind of but this scenario i'm sorry you have long overstepped your bounds mm-hmm. no no argument no argument so uh this is what happened at the union hall down in front of uh, uh the victoria uh union construction workers wh- whatever they are uh the cfmeu i'm sorry if if i got that wrong but uh that's that's them down there they don't look like a bunch of people that are ready to uh to take the uh the jab uh, and I can't play what they're saying here because it's literally F the jab. That's what they're chanting all the way through. Uh, and just as they're doing this, a truck just happens to drive by, you know, with those digital advertising things on the side. It mm-hmm. says uh, no mandatory vaccines uh, with a with a line through a syringe. Yeah, people are not very happy. And then, of course, one of the union bosses decided to show up at the front door, you know, come out and and kind of come out and try and ease the tensions a little bit, you see what happened to him. uh, And you see how that went. Because all these people, all of these men are being put out of work. All of their livelihoods are now being taken away from them. All of it. For what? For what? All of these people that are down there, all of these men that are down there, that are standing up for themselves, standing up for their rights, standing up for their freedoms, and the freedom of their people in their countries, every single one of them is being called by the mainstream media today, nationalists, far-right extremists, neo-Nazis, Every last one of them. That's what the mainstream media are calling them today. Simply because they want to keep their jobs so they can afford to eat and live. That's it. That's it. And they want to be able to make their own decisions for themselves. See, that's what this is all about. That's what all this is about is they want you to bend to their will 
And when I say they, I'm talking about the elites. They want you to bend to their will. They want you to submit. That's what it's about. You have to conform. That's what all this is. We all know that this is not about health. We all know that this is about control. This is about getting you to submit. As a matter of fact, the saint of Dr. Anthony Fauci is out again today. And he said to the Telegraph, well, you're going to need three now. We knew it wasn't going to be just two, was it? No. Now, see, now now for the normal cycle, you're going to need three. That's what you're going to need now. Why, why can't just I, I would like one of these reporters, quote unquote, uh, the, the journalists to just ask him the question. Why don't you just mandate eight? It's already on the passports. Why not do it? Just just tell them it needs eight and tell them it's going to be every three months or something like quit, quit beating around the bush. Well, no, see, they can't do that. Because if they do that, then they'll they'll severely overreach and they'll actually they'll actually tell people what's going on. You, you can't do that. So you actually have to you actually have to play an agenda here. You have to keep this going. So if they want one a year, then that will take us to guess what year? 2030. How'd you guess that? How, how did you guess that? There's something about that mm. year. I don't know what it is yet. There's something about that year uh, that's going on. Uh, there, there's something that's going on over there. OK, so Fauci said this. He spoke to the Telegraph. Uh, I'm sorry, yesterday, not today, yesterday. Uh, he says that um, three shots will be needed for, quote, full vaccination. Uh, now, by the way, this is after the FDA advisory panel rejected 16 to 3 on boosters. They rejected it 16 to 3. What does he do? Never admit fault. You double down, right? Nobody in the mainstream media is asking the question, uh, you're telling people that they now need three for full vaccination, but the FDA just rejected the booster 16 to three. Could you explain that, please? Could you explain that, Dr. Fauci? Nobody is asking that obvious question. Like that goes without saying, but that is obvious. That is the first question you should be asking. Uh, they rejected this. Why are you saying you need three now? Well, see, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because, well, Dr. Fauci, the nation's doctor, Bill Gates' right-hand man, he now says, well, it's okay what the FDA says. It doesn't matter. We'll just do whatever we need to do anyway because it's for your health, right? It's for your health. I'm quoting Fauci here. I believe when all's said and done, uh, according to who? Who says what's all said and done? I'm just curious. I believe when it's all said and done, it's going to turn out that the proper regimen, you hear this proper regimen, proper regimen, at least for an mRNA vaccine, such as the Pfizer one, we'll talk about that in a second, is the two original doses, which would be the prime followed in three to four weeks by a boost, but also followed several months later by a third shot. That's Dr. Anthony Fauci. Now you need three. Now you need three. Then it'll be four and then five and then six, seven, eight, and, and it'll never. And then you'll need the two a day uh, pills that Pfizer's already making. Pfizer. Let's talk about Pfizer for a second. Pfizer did not, hear me, did not approve a COVID-19 vaccine that is currently in use. They approved a different one that is not in use. They approved one that has been in the trials, but it's never been actually given to anyone outside of the trials. That's the one that they approved. So when you hear New York Mayor Bill de Blasio, you hear President Joe Biden, you hear California Governor Gavin Newsom and all the rest of these morons, you hear them come out and say, well, it's approved. It's approved. And therefore we can mandate it. Oh, it's not approved. They just played some fancy, funny word games. That's all they did. That's all they did. 
They didn't approve anything as far as uh, a vaccine going into your arm that's been going into people's arms. They didn't approve that. So out of everything that happened in Australia, they arrested 267 uh, over the weekend. Quite frankly, you shouldn't have arrested one. Uh, if anybody should have been arrested out there, it should have been those cops that were standing in the way. Same thing with all of those people, all those men that were down there. None of those men should be arrested either. As far as I'm concerned, you need to walk through the doors of that union hall and you need to arrest the people in there that are upholding this garbage coming out of the central government. That's what you need to be doing. We're arresting down. We need to be arresting up. There's our problem. But see, that's okay. That's okay because the travel restrictions are now going to be lifted. They're going to be lifted. Uh, and it's just been announced today that in November, in November, they're going to ease the travel restrictions on UK citizens who want to travel to the EU. But see, it, nothing comes for free, right? It comes with a stipulation. Bruce, do you want to guess what that stipulation is? Uh, you have to be vaccinated or... Um, you're going to have to show a negative COVID test. Well, you had it right the first time. You have to be vaccinated. Mm. See, a negative test now, that's, mm. see, that's not going to be sufficient any longer. Not good enough uh, anymore. No, it's not mm. good enough anymore. No, no. See, you need that full protection. That's what you need. You need that full protection. You'll need to have a vaccine passport only if uh, you're fully vaccinated. Then you will have the gracious privilege, of, if you're a UK citizen, to be able to come over to the European Union. Then you have permission uh, to, you know, once you show your papers, you can then come across. And of course, it's the same in the United States. See, you never admit fault. You always double down. What was it that Fauci said last week to uh, CNN or, or whatever? And he says, well, uh, it's definitely on the table. We're thinking about it, but uh, there's no plans to do anything like that. Meaning that's what you're going to get. About an hour ago, didn't see this one coming, did you? About an hour ago, CNBC is reporting the U.S. is going to ease travel restrictions for foreign visitors who are fully vaccinated against COVID-19. And you must present a vaccine passport to get into the United States. Oh, no, see, you can come on over to the U.S. That's fine. But you need to be fully vaccinated, which means three now, right? That means three. The Biden administration will require foreign nationals to be vaccinated against COVID-19 to enter the U.S. Uh, does that include all the people on the southern border down there in Del Rio, Texas, underneath the highway? Does that include all those people? No. No? No, no. Does that no, include all the Afghan refugees from... coming in that are unvetted? All, all 50 to 100,000 of them? Does that, does that include that? No. No, because both both those countries are um, dealing with inequities uh, when it comes right. to vaccines. Right. Yeah, they're, it's they're our fault. Countries. Yeah. yeah, it's yes, our fault yes. that they have the inequities. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because mm -hmm. we we the you know the the uh, the ungrateful capitalist pigs uh, we're hogging all the resources. Uh, that's that's right. what it is. The new plan will end broad bans on most non citizens from entering the U.S. from the EU and the U.K. and other countries. Airlines have urged the Biden administration to lift the rules which have hurt the demand for international travel. Uh, hurt the that has hurt the demand for international travel? The fact you have them in is hurting international travel. Not that you have been banning people. That's not hurting international travel. No, no, no. The fact that you put this garbage in and people don't have the freedom of movement, you want your stocks to soar? You want your inventory, you want those airliners packed to the brim. Then tell these governments to go straight to the pits of hell and open up your private business. Screw the FAA. You're a private business. Open your business. People will give you money. Go to Switzerland. Go to France. Look at the sidewalks and look at the cafes and tell me which one is making more money. The people in the sidewalks? Or the people that own the restaurants, own the cafes, own the bars. Who's making more money? Guy walks into a business. I saw a video of this the other day. Guy walks into a business in New York. Vaccine passports in New York, right? Guy walks into a business in New York and says, uh, yeah, I'm uh, looking to get a table. Uh, okay, do you have a uh, reservation? No. 
Okay. Uh, well, uh, is there a reason you don't have a reservation? Well, I I mean, you've got 100 free tables here. I thought, well, none of them say reserved on it, so why do I need a reservation? Uh, well, you have to now. Okay. Uh, well, no, I don't have a reservation. Uh, can you get me a table? Yeah, I just need to see your vaccine passport. Well, I don't have one of those. Oh, okay. Well, then we can't let you in here. All right. So let me get this straight. I'm willing to pay you money to patron your establishment and you're not letting me in. So you're discriminating against me because I don't want to follow along with a bunch of people that uh, don't have my best interest at heart. So that's what it's about. Okay. I tell you what, I will go to the supermarket. I will go to various other markets. I will buy my own food. I will cook for myself at home. I will feed myself that way. So that's what I'm going to do. So I tell you what, I will do that. And then you keep with your business practice that you have here and we'll see which one survives longer. That's the reality of where you're at. If you're a business owner, if I'm a business owner, I'm not listening to any of this stuff. I'm not. I don't care. Pull my business license. Make them put you out of business and then you sue them. That's where it goes, right? That's where it goes. It's in the court systems. That's where they want to put you in the court systems that they control. Okay, fine. If it's going to be like that, I will sue you. If you're an employee that is out there, and this goes for all government contractors that are that are listening, if this is something that is going to get you in a position where you're going to have to quit, don't quit. Make them fire you and get it in writing. Make them fire you and get it in writing. Get it on paper and make them sign it. And then you sue them for wrongful termination. That's what you do. That's how you fight this. This is where it goes. This is the next step. Agreed. Put up a fight. I like it. Dr. Francis Collins, you know, Fauci's boss, the uh, NIH director, uh, he says that the Pfizer booster shots will be expanded regardless of the FDA's uh, recommendation. That's see, It's just a recommendation uh, now. It, it's a recommendation. Right. That's, that's all it is. That's all it was. It was just a recommendation that they said 16 to 3. No, we're not doing it. It, it wasn't the fact that we had uh, two of the top vaccine approval people at the FDA resigned two weeks ago because of the boosters and the decisions that Fauci's making outside of all that. Well, if you're not going to listen to the FDA, well, then what do you need him for, right? What's the point? National Institute of Health Director Francis Collins, who is Dr. Anthony Fauci's boss, believes that COVID-19 vaccine boosters will be used, or excuse me, will be expanded despite a panel of FDA experts recommending against them for the general population. See, it was just a recommendation. That's that's all it was. They voted on it to see if it was actually going to be approved or not. I mean, it was just a well, it was just a recommendation. That's that's all it was. Uh, are we surprised at this point? Well, I mean, isn't isn't that what Gates said? You know, in the FDA not being pressured, of course, <laughs> not being pressured. See, when you when you don't pressure them, Bill, and they rule against you, well, then you just ignore them, right? Isn't that what you do? Yeah, yeah, right. Just never admit fault. You always double down, right? They're doubling down again. Let's talk about some numbers. You want to talk about a booster? You want to talk about a booster? Okay, let's talk about some numbers. Let's look at some hard data. I ran this past GP the other day. Uh, you and I did. This is the information that's coming out in an FDA meeting. Now, they ruled 16 to 3 against a booster. A booster was not given emergency use authorization for those 16 and up. However, they did authorize it for those 65 and up and those at highest risk. 
Meaning, well, they'll just roll it out. They'll they'll just like they did the first time. They'll just keep dropping it down and dropping it down and dropping it down until they finally get everybody, and then they'll they'll move on to the next one and wait till you hear about how long the efficacy is for this one. Now, this is a slide that is captured, and I've got actual video of this. Somebody actually somebody actually recorded this. We looked at the numbers, and I will post the numbers here again, Bruce, so you can see them very clearly. This is from Dr. Eli David. He put this up on his Twitter account. You can go over there and take a look. It's a verified Twitter account. It's there. A slide from an FDA meeting presented just a few minutes ago, according to when he posted this on the 17th. So three days ago, risk of listen very carefully, risk of COVID death for a healthy 30 year old. This is worse than what we thought, but it's in the opposite direction. Zero point zero 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 four percent. That is your risk of death if you are a healthy 30 year old individual. To put that into perspective, that is one death in 250,000 people, one death in a quarter million. And we have wrecked our societies, caused irrevocable damage to people's mental, physical, financial health. God knows how much damage has been done to up and coming generations. That's probably irreversible for this. Let's look at the hospital numbers. You know, all the hospitals are so overflowing and, and that there's death everywhere. And my God, everybody's going to die. Yeah, yeah, that. OK, yeah. The usual talking points out of the mainstream media today. It's death and hopelessness all the time. Zero point zero 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 four percent death rate for those 30 years of age and you're healthy. OK, <laughs> hospital admission. If you're again, if you're 30 years of age and you're healthy, zero point zero one four three percent or about one in seven thousand. It's like six thousand nine hundred ninety three. But I'm just rounding up. Why not? Right. One in seven thousand will go to the hospital. One in seven thousand. That almost sounds less. Well, that is less than the actual flu. We diagnosed thirty eight million cases of the flu in America between 2019 and 2020. This past year, we documented 1,822. These numbers don't even compare to that. Bruce, I feel like I'm on my soapbox here through this entire thing. Go ahead. I, I want to point out as well, the, uh, the number of flu that we had last year was about 1,500 is what they reported. Quite the difference there. The... Numbers coming in on, on the hospitalization rate, that was an, a slide, an internal slide, yeah, uh, or a presentation. It was, yeah. Um, that wasn't and supposed I have to actually, get out. That was not supposed to get out, no. And I, I did have, like, I've actually got the audio and everything from it, but it's like hours long. It was like a two and a half hour thing. But yeah, it's so, it was an actual meeting they had. Out of curiosity, why are they telling, even internally, telling the truth to the people there? Why don't they just tell the lie and keep it? Keep it going. Are, are they are they changing records in the background, you know, so that history will show that, well, the, the COVID was nothing. It, it, it was nothing. Um, I'm, I'm curious what their motive is behind telling the truth to the internal groups, but then pushing forth the narrative, a lie to the rest of us. Why, why not just lie internally as well so that well, everybody's on the same page? The thing is, though, is like they're they're lying internally. Well, excuse me. Uh, they're not lying internally. They know what the numbers are internally. The same the, the same at the FDA and the CDC. They know what the numbers actually are. Fauci knows what the numbers are. He's not stupid. Fauci's a lot of things. He's not stupid. Fauci's a very smart guy. The hospitals, they know what the score is. The hospitals do. The public health departments, they know what the score is. They wish the public health departments, the federal bureaucracies, they wish 
that the hospitals were surging. They wish that you had the the, the mass death. They wish that they had uh, mass graves being dug and they could put that all over CNN. They wish they had it, but they don't. They're at war. This entire power structure is at war. They've grabbed a hold of some power and they are not going to let it go. They went to war based on a lie. It doesn't matter. You are at war and you're fighting on that lie. That's where they are. Do you remember the video that you and I watched? I will play it now. You and I watched of the internal hospital and the internal hospital conference, the Zoom call with the hospital administrator, the guy from marketing and the public health department rep. They know the numbers are bull. The woman is saying from the public health department, she's telling the hospital administrator and the guy from marketing, uh, we need to take all those numbers and we need to make it look worse than what it is. We need to tell people, well, if they don't get the vaccine, then they're going to die. So how can we do that? I'm going to play that now. Take a listen to this. Um, the dashboard and how it's set up myself, as far as how we get information out to the community on meaningful numbers, we do oh. that on a weekly basis. So that's on our website. And we've been sharing that through social channels as well, particularly those graphics that show the number of patients in house, the percentage of them that are unvaccinated, the percentage of unvaccinated people in the ICU and the percentage of deaths and the numbers. So those are numbers that we put out as far as we don't get into details of floor or right. those other numbers are certainly out there. Right. I, I guess my feeling at this point in time is maybe we need to be completely a little bit more scary for the public. Then there's another uh -huh. comment is I completely agree. There are many people still hospitalized that we're considering post-COVID, but we're not counting in those numbers. So how do we include those post-COVID people in the numbers of the patients we have in the hospital? So is that all the people who have been in the hospital since the beginning of COVID? Well, or is it that are still in it? And that's something that I can take to someone else. But I think those are important numbers. The patients that are still in the hospital, that are off the COVID floor, but still occupying the hospital for a variety of reasons. Okay. Carolyn, we call those, I'm sorry, we, we're calling those recovered now. If you look at yeah. the Navant Health dashboard, they're listed as recovered. But I do think it, from our standpoint, we would still consider them a COVID patient because they're still healing. Yeah. So I think that that needs to be highlighted as well. Uh-huh. Because once they're off isolation, they drop from the COVID numbers. That's exactly right. <laughs> Kellen, we can talk offline. And yeah. How we oh, we can. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm just going to say, Carolyn, I think we have to be more blunt. We have to be more forceful. We have to say something coming out. You know, you don't get vaccinated. You know, you're going to die. I mean, let's just let's just be really blunt to these people. Yeah, see, Bruce, if you, if you don't get vaccinated, well, then you're just going to die. Let's be really blunt with these people, yeah? Let's make those numbers as, as bad as possible. Uh, now, but see, they're going to talk offline about that, uh, and they're going to run that through marketing and see how they can present that to the public. I liked the, um, uh, I liked the statement she said there was, uh, I, well, I, I, I can take this to someone else, it, you know, it's saying that I uh -huh. don't care what your opinion is on this matter. Uh -huh. I'll go around you if I have to. Yeah. Well, she clearly uh, said, she's like, wait a minute, you want us to take the numbers of people that are not in the COVID wards and you want us to count them as COVID patients? And she's like, uh, well, I can take it to someone else if you're not comfortable with that. <laughs> that's basically what she was saying there. So uh, it's not just the FDA, though. That That's why I bring that up right there is because it's not just the FDA. It's 
all the way through. The, the corruption is all the way through. It's, it's, a, it's a vein of corruption that runs. It's an entire cardiovascular system that's at work here. It's not just one entity. It's, it's the entire structure that is the problem. It's just like the school system. I'm not going to get into schools, but I'm just using that as an example. You can get rid of the Department of Education all day long. That doesn't stop the Marxist in your local school board. You can get rid of the FDA. You can get rid of the CDC. That does not stop cretins like this in public health departments that are doling it out to the guy from marketing and the hospital administration. Bruce, you look you look like you're ready to laugh at something. Was it the guy from marketing? <laughs> Is that? Oh, he, he was a piece of work. Yeah, he's a piece of work. All right. Yeah. Yeah. In the meantime... While they're trying to figure out how to make those numbers more scary to you in the U.S. And, and quite frankly, all across Europe, while they're trying to make that more scary to you, the Israel Health Ministry has come out and said that, well, and, and they're probably going to have to be looking at a, looking at a fourth jab. Now, see that the third one, the third one. Well, I mean, that was that was OK. But now you're going to need a fourth one, uh, a fourth one. Really? What exactly is the efficacy of the third one? Supposedly. What's the efficacy of the third one? Uh, let's try 12 days. 12 days. They're saying after 12 days, vaccine doesn't work anymore. 12 days. Less than two weeks. But, well, you got to eat that third one if you want to be fully vaccinated. 12 days. So so you're going to have to go in every month to get a new vaccine, a new booster? With that, the two pills the a day. they're trying to get here? With the two pills a day. Oh, with the two pills a day. Yeah. yeah. Well, the two pills a day will reduce it down to one every other month. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Um. But they're calling they're calling record numbers of cases uh, in Israel. The Ministry of Health is. They're the most vaccinated country in the world. Most vaccinated nation on the planet. Gibraltar, ninety nine percent vaccination rate down there. Ninety nine percent highest cases. They're they're seeing spikes down there like uh, like it's nobody's business. Can we say at this point at least? Can we get one person? Just one. I don't care who it is. Can we get one person? Can we get one media outlet that says, uh, hey, maybe these things don't work? Can we get one person saying that? Just one? Tall order. That is a tall order these days, isn't it? You know, get somebody to actually say something. All right. Uh, let's see. We got that. Okay. Yeah. Collins. Yeah. Well, don't worry about that. Don't don't worry about the fact that the FDA didn't approve that. That's fine. Okay. Let's, uh, let's head over to, uh, tell you what, let's look at San Francisco. The mayor of San Francisco. You know, they have uh, lockdowns and mask mandates and everything else down there. The uh, mayor of San Francisco, you know, she was partying maskless uh, because she was feeling the spirit when she was out. She yeah, she she was feeling the spirit. So she doesn't need to wear a mask when uh, when, when she's feeling the spirit. That's that's why she wasn't wearing one out in a public setting like that. So, uh, I mean, Bruce, were, were you feeling the spirit? Yeah. Are, are you feeling the spirit right now? Because you're not. I mean, you obviously you're not wearing a mask. You should probably be wearing one though to, to protect me. But uh, yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, to, mm -hmm. to feel the spirit, you know, just like just like the Met Gala, you know, I'm sure they were all feeling the spirit, too. I got video of that here in just a second. But um, yeah, feeling the spirit when you when you when you feel the spirit, uh, then you don't have to wear a mask. That's fine. I think all the school kids should feel the spirit. Uh, I think all of the, uh, the the supermarket workers should feel the spirit. I think all the hospital workers should feel the spirit if we're going to go that way with it. Uh, you, you, you can't. The, the problem is, is that's a black woman. And, and as we know, blacks all have souls so they can uh, feel the spirit. Uh, and because uh, we're uh, white, uh, we can't. Person of color, person of color. OK, it, person right? of color. My yes, yes. Person of color. So we can't feel the spirit because we have no soul. Right. Right. After video showed a London breed, okay, whatever, uh, dancing maskless with her friends at the Black Cat, 
a famous San Francisco venue. She was unapologetic through her interview on the subject uh, with a local news outlet. According to the mask mandate in effect in San Francisco and instituted by herself, it is a requirement that everyone wear a well-fitted mask in indoor public buildings, even if they're fully vaccinated against COVID-19, except while actively eating or drinking. Maybe she was doing that. Maybe. Maybe she was actively eating or drinking. I mean, does that right there, does that look like she's eating or drinking in the Mm, yeah, it uh, no. looks. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. no. no. Well, she went on to say that uh, she had a good time at the Black Cat. Well, I'm, I'm glad. You know, I'm, I'm glad. She <laughs> says I had a good time at the Black Cat. Yeah, uh, she says, uh, uh, and that's. You know what? I'm just gonna let her say it. I had a good time at the Black Cat, and I think it's sad that um, this is even a story. Oh, um, the sad. fact is, yeah. um, there was something that was really. Um, monumental that occurred. What was that? And that is Tony, 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 uh-huh. the original members, the brothers, uh-huh. Raphael Sadiq. Who? And Dwayne Wiggins. Who? Who have not performed in public for, I believe, at least over 20 years. Huh? They are just really um, some of the most incredible artists in the uh-huh. history of this country and the Bay Area in particular. No, 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 but it's about you not wearing a mask. lost here is very unfortunate. Oh, that's... Not to that's mention getting, all right. the incredible trumpeteer, Maurice Mobetta-Brown, uh-huh. who is just phenomenal. These incredible musicians right. who performed and who but really you weren't wearing a mask. the spirits of not just myself, but uh-huh. all of the people who were there. But you weren't wearing and a mask. from my perspective, you know, I was there... I was eating and I was drinking and I was uh-huh. sitting with my friends and everyone who came in there was vaccinated. So the oh, fact that we have turned this into a story about being maskless. No, I'm not going to sip and put my mask on. Sip and put my mask on. Sip and put uh-huh. my mask on. But you tell Eat everyone and else. Put my mask on. To do that. While I'm eating mm-hmm. and I'm drinking, I'm going to keep my mask off. And uh-huh. yes, in the end time, while we're drinking, like everyone else there, uh-huh. we were all having a good time. And again... Right. All vaccinated. Uh huh. But it, so it doesn't matter. So the fact that this is even a story You're... is sad, uh-huh. and it's sad because we're missing out on the fact that we have live performances. Uh huh. <laughs> we in San Francisco have done an incredible job around COVID. Yes, we have challenges. Right. Uh huh. You shut down all but your this businesses. This is now a distraction. Uh-huh. And I would hope oh. that people would spend more time on enjoying San Francisco, uh-huh. of going to go see the bums. Maurice Mulbetta Brown, who's only going to be here for another week at the Black Cat, and make the stories about how incredible and talented these artists are. What about the and drugs? about something that shouldn't even be a story in the first place. Now, see, now see it, Bruce, it's about the performance, you see. It's about the performance. It's not about the fact. Well, well, quite frankly, she doesn't even know why it's a story. She see, she she clearly says she doesn't even know why this is even a concern. They were all vaccinated. Of course, she says that mm-hmm. in her order, uh, her illegal order there that says that it doesn't matter even if you're vaccinated, you still have right. to wear a mask. Right. Which is the part that was confusing me because um, clearly she signed the bill or the order, not bill, but order. Uh-huh. Clearly she signed it. So she knows what's in it. So I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that she knows exactly that. That it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not. You're, you're still breaking the rules, not just the rules, but the rules that you put into effect. So 
it, it's another case of from from the outside as an outsider i see it as another rules for thee but not for me and it's that's that's all this is is mm-hmm. she's instituting rules for everybody else and expects you to follow them but she's exempt because she's too good for it she's a sophisticated vaccinated individual yeah y- you know I hear these things, and I and I've I've heard you mention it before about uh, this two tier society that's emerging. Right, we're living in two Americas. Mm-hmm. I, I don't believe that. I, I I don't believe that. The more I thought on it today, I don't actually believe that. I'm not disagreeing with with uh, what you said because I, I believe that's happening. But I I just like to add a little bit more to it. I think we're seeing three Americas. We're seeing three worlds emerge. We're not just seeing the vaxxed and the unvaxxed, are we? There's something else that we're missing here. We're seeing the vaxxed against the unvaxxed, right? That's that's the game, right? That's that's what they yeah. want. That's that's what they want. But the third group that you're not hearing about are the people that are pushing it. That's another group in and of itself. The hypocrisy, the people like this, the, the people like the San Francisco mayor, the people like AOC on the red carpet when she has no business being there, 35000 for a ticket. And she's wearing a dress that says tax the rich that was designed and put out by someone that owns God knows how much money the IRS for avoiding taxes. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to roll this. Uh, I'm going to roll this behind me so you can see it uh, while I'm while we're sitting here talking about this. But uh, mm-hmm. this was behind the scenes at the Met Gala that we didn't see. We saw her standing on the red carpet, right? We saw that sitting there, you know, spinning around in her little dress, and whatever. Yeah, we saw that. But what we didn't see was this. Do you see all the people that are in there that are dressing her up? They're all masked. She's not. Her date is not. That's the, that'd be the dude in the tux. Yeah. Everybody else is masked. See, there's a there's a third class that's emerged here. You've got the vaxxed, obviously. You've got the unvaxxed. And then you have this crowd of people. So they go out and they get in their uh, uh, whatever, their uh, fancy vehicles and everything else. And they, uh, you know, they've got all the paparazzi and everything around them. She makes good money, but she doesn't make this kind of money to go to this event. So who paid for it? Who sponsored it? Well, technically... Her godfather has a ton of money. He's uh-huh. a big oil tycoon out of Texas. Uh-huh. Um, These are champagne socialists, apartments. though. Yeah, right. But one of her apartments is paid for by him. So, yeah, it it is it is uh, effectively the, the, the three-class system that you're talking about. I kind of left the elite out when I was describing that and was only talking about the, uh, like the average American. There's two classes there. Uh-huh. Um and, well, not not two classes in the sense of it's two Americas in the sense of you can look at what people buy and you can determine whether they're on the left or the right here in America. That's how divided and how different minded we are at this point. And that, that's kind of what I was getting at is is there's there's two different countries here, even though we're all supposed to be one. Uh, but to your point about having the class, the, the different tiers, they're trying to make uh, conservatives anti anybody that's anti-vax right and it's not anti-vax in general it's anti this vaccine um excuse me this uh gene therapy anybody that's against this you're like a rat uh and i'm I'm using well uh, i think it's nazi germany terms here yeah because that's what they call the jew yeah yeah so it's it's basically it's like okay so where do do you put the people for example uh, to that point right there where do you put the people the ones that are joining the uh, the protest movements in Europe, uh, for example, like in France and, and, and Germany and these other, these other countries, the people that they're now seeing the highest uptick of joining these groups in the protests against uh, these governments are the people that have already been vaccinated. And they're saying, and uh, clearly they're not anti-vax, they took it. They, they took it. They took their two. And they're like, wait a minute, 
okay, we agreed to take this. That's our choice. We agreed to that. We didn't agree to vaccine passports. We didn't agree to the control uh, infrastructure that you're now going to implement on everything. We didn't agree to uh, get a a booster jab that's going to cause us to have to go into this system that's going to hinder us from operating in society. We didn't agree to that. So are those people now anti-vaxxers too? Technically, yeah. They, they would technically be a part of the same crowd and we have to abolish them. We have to ban them from society. I mean, that's the narrative they're pushing and they're 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 going towards. You can't allow them to work. I mean, they're talking the media is talking about removing the access to food from the uh, anybody that's yep. against the vaccinations. Uh huh. If you were to do that, uh, we, we were earlier how I mentioned you keep on the current course, you'll get the Patriots to stand up. You won't even get just the patriots. You'll get everybody that is affected by this in any way to stand up against you. It, it, I don't think it's going to be pretty at that point. No, no. And that's that's going to be a bad thing for the cops uh, and whatever private security you put out there, uh, because the people that you get in front of, they will show you no quarter. They won't. If I were somebody that knew a police officer or knew someone in the service in, say, Australia, for example, right now, if I were an Australian citizen, right, just for just as, as an example, here, if I were an Australian citizen, clearly I'm not because I don't have the cool accent. But if I, of course, we have an accent compared to the Aussies, but no, that's not a, it's not a jab at you, uh, Aussie cousins. But if I were someone in Australia and I knew a police officer, or I had a member of my family or, or whatever, you know, brother or cousin or, or whatever that was in the in the power structure of some way that was involved in enforcing this, like that cop that clubbed that woman. And that was a 63 year old woman, by the way, that clubbed that woman in the head and she was down on the ground and she was getting pepper spray sprayed in her face. No one was even holding her down. She was holding her head because she got clubbed in the head and they were spraying pepper spray in her face. And not just the not just any pepper spray, you know, the gel, the stuff you can't get Mm -hmm. off that stuff. Yeah. If I were somebody that knew any of these people, I'd be ashamed of you. I, I wouldn't want you near me ever again. I wouldn't want you in my home. I would disown you. I would publicly shame you. That's what I would do. That's what needs to be done. You, you don't you don't stomp all over your people's rights. I don't care if you agree with them politically or not. That's not what you do. Everybody has rights or no one has any. You don't give rights to certain people and then other people don't have them. That's not how our societies work. To your point about either you give everybody the rights or no one gets them to your point about that. That is exactly what will end up happening, because then if it's the government that gives you the rights, right, there's there's a reason the Constitution says that they they're these rights are given by God, not the government. OK, there's a reason that's the, the way it is, because if the government is the one that gives you those rights, they get to decide who gets them and who doesn't get them. Yep. And if you get on the wrong side, let's say you're law enforcement and you do these acts, these heinous acts for the government, and you do one thing that you step out of line of the government, you're no longer in the good graces of the government, they remove your rights. That's the scenario you you get when the government runs things. That's why I say government's bad, okay? And another reason to add to that list. Well, all of the people that are all for this, you know, the uh, the sophisticated vaccinated crowd, you know, those people, hear me very carefully. If any of you actually listen to us, which I don't think you do, because that would mean you would believe in some form of common sense. Hear me very carefully. That policy that you so graciously love of stomping on people's rights that you don't agree with, that is going to come full circle on you. That 
will come full circle on you. It does every time in history. Oh, yes, you're going to get some people's paradise, right? You're going to be the first ones that get stomped on by the authorities, whoever that might be. And don't think for a second that it's going to be the current police if you if you get your way. Don't think for a second it's going to be the police in the current system or the military even in the current system. You notice those are both being worked out. It'll be the next group of people that come in to replace them, the ones that won't say no. And if you don't believe me, look at the brown shirts of Germany. Once they outlive their usefulness, what happened to them? You got something 10 times worse. You got the death camps after that. And it wasn't just the Jews that got put in the death camps in Nazi Germany. I have a list here. I have the actual document. Bruce, I showed it to you once before. I have scans mm -hmm. of the actual documents of the types of people that they put in there. And it wasn't just Jews. Political prisoners of all types. If you didn't agree with what the Fuhrer was doing, well, then the Gestapo would come and take you away. If you didn't believe in the uh, the idea of this uber-mentioned uh, Aryan race garbage that they cooked up, this... Uh, uh, white supremacy, whatever nonsense. There was never any scientific basis for that. They just simply asserted it. We are dangerously close, dangerously close to the same type of thing. We are sounds in the same pretty, type of situation. There, there's no, there was pretty, not, yeah, it's, it's, it's there. there. There wasn't any yeah. scientific basis for any of it. They just asserted it. <laughs> and if in a totalitarian state, if you were somebody, if you were a scientist or a doctor at that time, and you stood up, publicly and you said, uh, that's a bunch of crackpot nonsense. The Gestapo would kick your door in and drag you off to a concentration camp and you probably wouldn't make it home ever again. That's the kind of world we're headed into. Do you people not understand this? I don't give a damn what some treasonous, traitorous piece of garbage like Millie stands up there and he says, oh, you can't use history as a good judge of the future. Go to hell, sir. Go straight to your Marxist pit of hell. Go straight there. Don't pass go. Don't collect $200. You go there. Get the hell out of the way. All right. Um, last few minutes here. Uh, Bruce, do you think that Joe Biden is sane? Not a trick question. Um, do I think he's sane? Uh, actually, okay, I, let, I me, think, let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. Mentally stable. I think he is. Um, I think he's apathetic. I obviously don't think he's completely there. And I think he's um, incompetent. All those things at once. Okay. Well, you know, he is riding his bike today uh, down the boardwalk of uh, Rehoboth Beach. We saw the video, him and Jill mm -hmm. uh, riding bicycle while we have, uh, well, you you laid it out uh, pretty well. He's off riding his bike while we have what to deal with exactly? Uh, we still have American citizens in Afghanistan that aren't allowed out. And it's not the Taliban that's holding them back. It's the State Department that's holding them back. They're not allowed to get out because of them. We have thousands of Haitians on the border trying to get over. That they're supposedly deporting and we've yet to see. We're having other crises going on. And what's he doing? He, he's going out there. He and which saying he's out there riding his bike with he and Jill is a bit of a misnomer because there's about 100 police officers and uh, bodyguards and all that out there with him mm, as well. Secret so service, so yeah, the, rest of it, yeah. Secret Service. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were probably just riding down to the local ice cream stand to, to see, you know, stand to see what he could actually yeah. get. So uh, yeah. maybe they had chocolate, chocolate chip. He likes that one, I hear, uh, according to him. Well, he likes the, the the vanilla and chocolate one as well. Oh, yeah. The black and white. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Yeah, and the black yeah, and white. Mm -hmm. Because that's what everybody calls uh, vanilla and, <laughs> and chocolate ice cream. I That's mm -hmm. that's about the most ridiculous thing. Although there is, <laughs> I did take a picture of it one day. There is a brand of coffee 
where I am. It's literally called black and white. <laughs> it's literally called that. <laughs> and I send it over to Bruce and I say, hey, look, I found Joe Biden's coffee. <laughs> it's yeah. literally that. OK, new poll is out from uh, who put this out? Anyway, uh, Fox News. OK, so take it for what you will. Uh, new poll is out. Forty nine percent of people think Joe Biden is mentally stable enough to be the president. Only forty nine percent. That's it. And that's wait, wait, forty nine percent. And that's Fox News. Fox News. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's actually a higher number okay. than what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a lot higher number than I thought coming out of Fox News. Yeah. Respondents were asked, and this is the actual question, do you think Joe Biden has the mental soundness to serve effectively as the president or not? 49% said yes, 48% said no. When respondents were asked weeks before between September 7th and September 10th, uh, September 10th, 49% said yes, only 45% said no, handing Biden three more points of less confidence in his mental soundness on Sunday. On the question of asking whether respondents believe that Joe Biden is a strong leader or not, only 45% said yes, down four points from October of 2020. 53% said Biden is not a strong leader, uh, up eight points from October of 2020 as well. That's pretty short. Who are they polling? I, Who the I hell thinks that he is a strong leader? <laughs> uh, I, I I don't know. <laughs> are these are these snowflakes that think like? Well, no, the Republican snowflakes I, are melting, according to Joe Scarborough. Your oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 I, I, I don't even know who they're polling because everyone that I know in my local area thinks that he's incompetent. And a horrible leader. Yeah, but see, you're in the middle of like you're in the beating heartland of uh, of well, America. Yeah, you're in true. red country. You know, you're you're way that's in true. there. So uh, you kind of you kind of need to get out on like the fringe edges of it. You need to get into like uh, you know Atlanta, Georgia, or uh, uh, New Orleans, or something like that. You know, if you're going to stay in the South, then you need to get into one of those areas, or Houston, Texas, or Dallas, Fort Worth or uh, Austin or something like that. You can kind of get a mix in the there because too. Uh, yeah, the areas uh, and I'm saying, well, yeah, go down to Oklahoma City or something like that or, or even Tulsa, yeah. maybe. I don't know. But if you go to those places yeah. where it's purple, then you'll probably get these kind of 50 50 answers. Yeah, maybe. Maybe the people that aren't paying attention, maybe the people that are just like unaware to everything. See, the, the, just the Afghanistan debacle should have been enough to say the the majority of the American people, I'm talking like super majority, 75% or so saying, okay, he's not a good leader. He's not a strong leader after that debacle. And after the administration came out over and over and over saying, we're bowing, we're we're bowing to the, the Taliban and we're begging them to do these things. Really? You're begging the Taliban, the Taliban. Well, no, they're a new Taliban, no, Bruce. You, they're a new Taliban. They're businesslike and professional. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the the Taliban, if they come in and say, well, you know, we're going to need to see those papers on that. All right, here you go. Here's a 2,000 pound JDAN right in your lap. That's what you get. You don't get no paperwork. No, that's not that's not how you deal with the Taliban. Ugh. You know, they were saying that, well, this is a new Taliban. This is a different Taliban. This is, a, you know, not the Taliban of, of old. It's it's the new reform, blah, blah, blah. Right. Uh, OK, so what are you gauging that on? I saw a video this morning and it's heinous. I'm not going to play it here. There is there is a, a woman that's being beaten in the streets by a, a Taliban soldier, some useless piece of human trash that is beating a defenseless woman. Oh, but it's OK because he took her behind a car out of view of the camera. So that's OK. 
See, they're not going to do it in the open now. They're going to do it behind a car so the camera can't see it. Apparently, that's the new reform Taliban. Uh, they just take it out of view. I wonder. I seriously wonder. Because some of those leaders, uh, the ones that we had captured that Obama so gracefully... Yeah, they were, they were in Guantanamo. They're all released. running the government now. Yeah. yeah. So I'm wondering if while they were there in Guantanamo, if they were being educated on how to properly do this, and by properly, I mean make it look good for the media, follow uh -huh. along with the uh, CCP's agenda. You know, I wonder if they're, they were trained in those things, and that's, that's why point. they're quote-unquote, you know, reformed. It's a good point. You know, I was listening to an interview with, uh, with Posobiec, Jack Posobiec, former naval intelligence officer, spent time in Guantanamo as an interrogator. And they're saying that, you know, the, the pundits in the media and everything, they're all saying, oh, well, you know, maybe we should put like the conservatives in Guantanamo, blah, blah, blah. You know, they've said that for years. So we give him an interview and he says, all right, fine, put me in there. I don't care. He says, I spent two years down there anyway. And said, yeah, but you were an interrogator. He goes, it's not much different. It's not much different. Uh, it's pretty posh down there. What well, the 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 lifestyle they were given. Yeah. Um, it was pretty. Oh, popular. they got their halal meals and, and and all the rest of it. I mean, they 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 got uh -huh. everything. Their their uh, yeah religious meals and everything else. It it, it was literally that. Uh, hell, even the um, do you remember the Q shaman from January sixth? Do you remember that mm -hmm. the the Buffalo mm -hmm. man, that guy? Yeah, he wanted organic meals brought to him in his jail cell, and they gave it to him. You know, I mean, we, we accommodate people like this, you know, so I mean, it's just, I mean, we're, we're talking domestic terrorists, right? Apparently the January 6th people, they were domestic yeah. terrorists and we give yeah. them their appropriate meals as they demand. That's interesting because the shaman, that, that leads me to believe that the shaman dude was uh, a plant even more. Oh, I still think so, yeah, the, yeah. The, the January 6th people, the ones that were just the average American that got caught up in the emotion of the moment were in... Uh, 23 hour a day, seven day a week isolation. Um, that doesn't sound like very posh what they were doing to terrorists. They didn't do terrorists like that. No, they didn't do domestic terrorists like that. All right. Uh, one last question here on the poll that was uh, taken. Do you think the country has become more or less united since Joe Biden took office? 54% of the country is less united, while 37% said the country is more united since Biden took office. You asked about the, uh, <laughs> that look on your face is everything. You asked about whether or not he was a strong leader. Who in the world would say he was a strong leader? Who in the world, who's the 37% that would say that he is a, uh, a uniter and not a divider? After I, that speech I, he I gave last to, week? After that garbage that he I, said last I, week? I have to agree with the 37% that he is actually a uniter because we're all becoming more united and saying he's incapable, he's a terrible leader, and we have to get our country back. There's more people that are standing up. So, yeah, I think the country is becoming more united, but not because of him directly. It's because of the thing. Well, I guess it is technically directly because of them. It's not the way they want us to be united. We're united against them. So, yeah, fair thank point. you for that, I guess. Yeah, fair point. I guess when you look at it backwards like that, it actually works. Yeah. All right. We are out of time, so we are going to have to go. So for those of you who have not signed up to our Telegram page, get over there and get signed up to us. We do put out all of our podcasts we do here every day. And we also put out an exclusive podcast early for our Telegram subscribers on Saturdays. So get over there and get signed up to us. You get that extra content a little bit early. Also, you get access to our news feed. And we also have a comment section as well. Uh, drop in a comment over there. We'd love to hear from you. Also, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can do so anytime by dropping us an email at dynamicpodcast at protonmail.com. And we would ask you to pass this along to friends, family, and known associates. We are trying to grow, but we do need your help in order to do that. So if you could pass this along, we'd appreciate that. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts. 
Also, if you're rating podcast, if you give us a rating when you get a chance, we'd appreciate that as well. Five stars would be a plus. Thank you very much. All right, that's it for today. Thanks for being here today, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. Everyone have a great evening.